Hi there. Welcome back to the Equipoise Podcast. Thank you for tuning in again. This week, we're doing our rapid-fire rounds, our quick episodes of five minutes or less, and so let's jump right in. Today, we're going to talk about church membership. What about it? Well, we don't actually see any charters or commission meetings in the Bible, but the idea of membership is present. How does one become a part or a member of a church? Um, Is there even supposed to be a difference between a visitor slash guest and member? What does that look like? And can't someone just be a giving, loving Christian who isn't tied down to one particular church? Well, that's not really good for the person or the church. Here's why. First, the church is supposed to be a place of accountability, oversight, discipleship. That can't happen if everyone is a hit or miss visitor. Um, There needs to be some sort of consistency. In the same vein, we should at this point recognize that the early church all seems to have agreed unanimously to accept certain people into their church, people that they knew and trusted and believed to be Christian. While this doesn't necessarily mean that everybody signed a roster or a document of some kind, uh, it does mean that uh, some degree of accountability, trust, and reliability was expected to be present in the church. They had to know each other. Building on that, if everyone in the church plays a vital role, and they do according to the Apostle Paul, and everyone is a different part of that body, right, then there needs to be some degree of being able to count on someone to be there. There needs to be dependability. Can you imagine if the arm just took a day off, or (laughs) if the eye took a week sabbatical, right, in our physical body? That'd be nuts. We wouldn't work well. Same with the church. We need dependable Christians willing to play their part in the church to which they belong. And off script here for a second, I have noticed that everyone expects the pastor to be there every Sunday and Wednesday, (laughs) but they don't see themselves as indispensable as the pastor is. But that's not right. According to the scriptures, they are. Just because they aren't as public or prominent doesn't mean they're not as necessary. And that leads me to this point, right? Not only is the church a place of accountability, discipleship, oversight, place to regularly exercise one's gifts, but it's to be a place where someone belongs. There is a very real need for community built into our human framework. The best place to find fulfillment for that for Christians is the local church. God designed it that way. So as far as church membership goes... I personally used to be whole hog, transfer by letter, call the previous pastor, pastor before that, check him out, tie him down, vote him in, rebaptize him as necessary kind of guy, right? Then I gravitated the other way and didn't really focus on church membership or accountability of any kind. Um, I think that hurt me. I Probably in my case, it was because I was afraid to ask for a commitment or seek that out. But anywhere else you go does, right? I'm a part of a dojo, a gym. you got to be a member there, and there's commitment uh, expectation. If I don't show up for class, I'm going to get a call from my sensei. You know, maybe I could miss one, and he'll say, oh, he must be sick. But if I miss two or three, he already let us know he's going to call us, you see. Same with anything. I used to be a part of a business networking group uh, when I worked as a salesperson. You had to pay to be there, and they still expected you to be there, and you were only allowed certain absences. Why? Because even secular groups understand that they do not function well without everyone being a part. So anyhow, where I have had experience in both extremes when it comes to church membership, I'd like to think that a balanced view is where we say, look, um, it's biblical to have someone submit themselves to a covenant with the church body, commit themselves to being faithful and using their spiritual gifts, to promise to share their finances and belongings as needed, to include oneself in the accountability structure of the church. There was no idea of a church without these things in the New Testament, and I don't think that there should be an idea of a church today without these things either. 
Just being a guest or a spectator is not conducive to these commitments. So scripturally, what's required to become a member? Well, all I see in scripture is that a person must be a baptized follower of Jesus and that they're not living in like open sin because there's zero point in joining a church if you just have to be church disciplined right after that, right? Um, and that it's someone that the church trusts and approves and believes to be a Christian. These are scriptural precedents. I would caution against adding a whole lot more to that, to our requirements for joining a church. We should not be making it so that everybody has to be a clone of the pastor or agree with every single personal preference in some statement of faith or something in order to be a member of a church. There's just no biblical precedent for that, and it's probably going to lead to having a pretty weird church, at least in my experience. So I think it's a good biblical thing to have, you know, expectations and commitments in a local church, but we need to be very attentive to balance in this area. Well, until tomorrow, stay balanced.